Welcome to A Healthier You, Little by Little. This podcast gives you insights and features various aspects of health, from sleep and stress to immunity, exercise, home workouts, energy, and performance. Here is your host of A Healthier You, Little by Little, Cindy Little. Welcome back to A Healthier You, everybody. I've got a special guest here today, Valerie Huard. And she ha- she's going to talk about decluttering and getting healthier via decluttering journey. She comes from trauma to triumph. Valerie Hurd has seen it all. She's a published author, speaker, expert who works with people all over the world. She brings you on a decluttering journey to declutter more than just your space. Valerie, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and why you do what you do now? Thank you. It all started when I was young. Unfortunately, I get faced to a difficult situation. And when I grew up, I started accumulating things. And I started having too much things. Like at the point, my mom came home and my husband is military. And she said, are you cooking for an army? So I look into my pantry and there were like 15 kilograms of pasta, 12 cans of peach, and things like that. And then I turn around and I see that my kids has more toy than a daycare. So this is when I realized that, oh my God, we have way too much stuff. And to add to that, we were supposed to move. And military don't move more than a certain weight. So we had to declutter more than half our belongings. And when I start to do it, I realized that I was getting in touch with my emotion things that I wasn't feeling before because I was suffering of complex PTSD. So I was completely detached from my emotion and having nightmare flashback and all the kit of things that come with complex PTSD. But by starting to declutter my space, I get in touch with my emotion and was able to work deeper in therapy after. So that totally helped me uh, overcome my PTSD. But the problem is the clutter was coming back. Like you go to the garage shell and, oh my God, there's a lot of treasure there. (laughs) So you bring back things at home. It's when we realize that we need to work on the mindset before decluttering the space that the decluttering started to stick. So the home started to stay tidy. I become a home stager because we were moving around with the military And I realized that people have more difficulty with their stuff, decluttering their stuff, than placing the item. So I specialize in professional organizing to help them and eventually specialize to work with people with trauma. So what is a decluttering journey and why is it healthy? So a decluttering journey is kind of going in vacation. So before starting, you're kind of a bit anxious. You're not sure you will go take the plane. And then when you're there, It's enjoyable. You learn tons of things. And we come back, you are relaxed and more peaceful. So decluttering journey is kind of like that. So it's a moment where you start decluttering on four dimensions. You start decluttering your mind. You start decluttering your stress, decluttering your time, and decluttering your space or belongings. So by working on those four aspects, it's totally help recovering from trauma. So where do you suggest people start? Like, is it their own space? Is it mentally? Uh, What what would be the first step? The first step is to start with the stress. And why that? Because when the stress is too high, what happens is you have lots of uh, flashback, nightmare, 
crisis, depression, and all those symptoms that are coming with the trauma. And you need to learn how to deal with them because when you will start touching your space or your belongings, you will have something and you will say, oh my God, it's that person who gave it to me. I cannot get rid of it. Or, oh, this is the remaining and the last object that that friend who died on the field gave me. So you will start having flashback and things like that. And that's why you need to be able to already have tools to deal with them. Otherwise, you will stop your decluttering. You will start and then these will happen and you will stop and say, oh, not today. I'm not dealing with that. The accumulation just persists. Right. Now, if, if you let's say you have had some special help, like with the trauma and you've you've had a counselor and you feel like that's helped you a lot. Like, does the decluttering stop at that point or is it an ongoing issue you know, once you've like, do you still continue to have to mind yourself, like uh, be concerned about going to uh, yard sales or things like that? Decluttering is an habit and accumulating is an habit too. So you need to replace the habit of accumulating with the habit of decluttering. So for example, one of little rules we say is if I want to bring something new in the house, I need to let go of two. Oh, wow. Too. So before buying something, I need to know exactly those two things that will get out. Mm. So that way you kind of reduce constantly. That's a really good uh, concept. Like I just bought two outfits and I got rid of two bags of clothes. Is that great? <laughs> That's good, right? <laughs> yes. And I think that uh, now that we're retired military, we, we aren't, we aren't, we aren't likely to move anymore. And therefore I have to make sure that this house stays clean and decluttered. And I mean, not that I've been a clutter freak, but I know that when you, when you stay in one spot, like for 17 years, things do accumulate and you realize when you have to move, like, oh my gosh, like, what is this back in this closet for? I haven't seen this in 10 years. <laughs> Yeah. Totally. And, you know, this is, there's two reasons with that. First is the law of Parkinson. So there is something that are empty, you want to fill it. Mm -hmm. So there's an empty space, you kind of declutter the mantle of a, and then you will put bad things on the mantle. It's kind of, we're human, and it's instinctive to do that. Mm -hmm. The other thing is, when you suffer from trauma, your frontal lobe is often affected. And this is where you have the executive function of organizing. So you need to work on getting back that function because you're deficient in that function when you have trauma. So the neural pathway are not there anymore. So you need to build them with practice and repetition to be able to start again to be organized. And it's normal. It's happened to almost everybody that gets a trauma. At one point, they are disorganized, either with their time, so they miss some appointment, either in their space, either in how they manage the life. And this is normal. This is because we need to heal the frontal lobe. Right. So it's like, I guess, compartmentalizing things like to protect yourself. Like it's almost a protective mode, right? To uh, not worry about cleaning your house or not worry about how much you're collecting and not worry about those kinds of things because they're not as important as dealing with the trauma, I suppose, right? Yes and no. It's even deeper than that. It's really that if they took an MRI of somebody with trauma and somebody that doesn't have trauma, 
they see the pathway, the way the brain is uh, lighting up on the MRI is different. Mm. And one of the aspects when place that is always affected or was a high, high, high percentage of case mm-hmm. is the affected of the organization. Mm. Fascinating. So it's really, we really need to heal and to redo those pathway. Wow. And so you're saying that practicing good skills like decluttering is helpful on the pathways, like to, to develop them again? Yes, because when you declutter and you organize, you're building again those pathways. And I'm talking about organizing your calendar so you know when you have your appointment, organizing your kitchen, your garage, your tools. All the little things you can declutter and organize will help you bring your pathway back will help you be back with routines. And that is totally healthy. Because you reduce the clutter, you reduce the impact of your environment of your brain. So you reduce your stress at the same time. Right. I know, I know how I feel when my kitchen, let's say is out of sorts, and there's like tons of stuff on the counter, it drives me nuts. And I feel when it's clean, and my floors are clean, and there's nothing on the floors, I just feel so much better. Is that like, what you're kind of talking about, like just less stress and less to worry about? Totally, because your brain, even when you're sleeping, is looking at everything around you, even if you're not focusing on it. So it's like when you go at Eastside Mario and there's a lot of frame on the wall, you become overwhelmed Mm. because there's too much information. So you feel good when you're at the restaurant and you're high and you speak loud and all of things. But when you get out of the restaurant, you take a big breath of hair and it's, oh, my God, that was good. But that silence is good. You know, that lack of stimulation of your brain feel good because you de-stress. So it's the same thing when you have lots of clutter at home, it's all impacting your brain, even when you're sleeping. So we often start with the bedroom. Because people that sleep with clutter have a way less uh, sleep. Yeah, man, I, I could ask you a million questions, Valerie, and I'm sure my audience would love to hear more <laughs> because this is such a hot topic. It's such a big topic. It's not something that you can cure overnight. It's not, but, but like you said, little by little, uh, little things can make a big difference over time. And it's making that step. And that's kind of why I wanted to have you as a guest today to talk about, you know, getting healthier via decluttering journey. And if people wanted to reach out to, to you, Valerie, what would be the best way? They can reach out at val at duelht.com, val, V-A-L, at duel-ht.com, or easier to go on my website or on my podcast, Post Trauma Secrets and Decluttering, and all the link will be there. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your expertise today. And I look forward to maybe having another session with you and learning more. That will be fun. (laughs) Excellent. All right. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to A Healthier You Little by Little. Do you have a question about something you heard today? An idea for a topic, perhaps? Or would you like to reach out to Cindy? Send her an email, coachcindylittle at gmail.com or visit her website at healthtowealth.ca. That's health2wealth.ca. Or you can find Cindy on LinkedIn or Facebook as Cindy Little. Once again, thanks for listening.